0: what's up everyone jason jones ruler of the core podcast checking in with your post 2022 nba draft pod i was back on the beat so to speak tonight monitoring the kings for the athletic and what we got was in some ways what was expected and in other ways it Uh, I don't know how to begin with it, but let's just go ahead and jump right in Uh, Kings began the day with two second round picks and a first round pick By the end of the night, they had a first round pick had traded off both second round picks Missing out a chance to take a flyer, maybe some young talent You know add to the talent pool, you know, maybe you get lucky and find some guys The Kings haven't had much luck with their second round picks in recent years but you figured they might hold on to at least one of them, but they didn't move them off. You know, one of them, thirty seventh overall, Jalen Hardy. Can't, um, let him get. They trade him to uh, his his draft rights to Dallas. Then earlier in the day, they uh, traded their uh, their other second round pick, forty uh, fifth overall, in cat uh in cash excuse me the 49th pick overall and and 1.75 million dollars is what they get in exchange for the draft rights to Sasha Vezhenkov a who's 26 all Euroleague player last year uh, played in the uh, in the Greek in the, the Greek league with the Greek league champion uh, and but the thing is he's one of those guys who very likely will never actually play for the Kings. Uh, Post news conference, Monty McNair talked about his, it, you know, how his skill set would fit with the Kings. But again, the Kings trading off these two picks in the second round speaks more to getting off having to pay <laughs> some guys some money. That's what I see. You know, not having to pay these guys now, or not locking yourself into contracts with second year second year guys, second round guys, maybe guys who don't want to accept a two-way deal. So, and it's I get in I get the disappointment in not using those picks just because I've said it many a times, plenty of fans and media have said it, the Kings are devoid of talent and the more talent you can acquire the better. But that wasn't the the uh, that, that clearly wasn't the plan because the Kings got off those picks, and which takes us to their first round pick. The Kings used the fourth overall pick on Keegan Murray. Uh, you call it a safe pick. Some people are calling it a you know high like a, a low ceiling pick. You know, a guy who should be a solid NBA player but won't be a star. Um, and as I've always believed that when you get to the draft, playing it safe can get you in trouble. And it remains to be said that'll be the case with the Kings, but they played it safe going with Keegan Murray. Uh, the player most pundits had ranked fourth in the draft was, uh, Purdue guard, Jaden Ivy. And you saw the reports, Ivy didn't send his medicals and whatnot to Sacramento, did not seemed enthused about the idea of playing in Sacramento, and the Kings basically obliged him by not taking him. And could this be a mistake? I think so, just because I think if, well, McNair says that Murray was their clear-cut fourth, but you know, number one player on their board. And so that's why they took him, but... And then you also have the obvious. You no, know, the Kings have a lot of guards, and so do you take the guard in the draft and throw him in there. Here's my here's my pushback to that, and why you always go best available player. What if Jaden Ivey is better than De'Aaron Fox? What if Jaden Ivey is better than Davion Mitchell? What if he's better than? Uh, Terrence Davis. What if he's better than Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah. And so you talk about a logjam of guards. The issue you've got there is that is it really a logjam if you get a guy who's better than what you have? Because guys, you know, guys can get moved. You know, I know De'Aaron's contract might not be one a lot of other teams would want, but oh yeah, it can get traded. Every There have been worse contracts that have been traded, so I don't buy into the notion that you had to draft in a way because you had this many guards and you didn't want to add more guards. Yeah, it might have looked weird. Maybe people would have looked crazy at you. But you never can... I don't think you could ever pass on the best player available. But the, Imani McNair is convinced that... Or he, he said that Keegan Murray is the best, was the best player available, and that's why they took him. Yeah, and also in Murray... The consensus seems to be that the Kings have the player who was most ready to play right away in the NBA. And that falls in line with a team that's trying to win right now and trying to make the playoffs and end that embarrassing 16-year playoff-less uh, drought. And so that's why, it, you know, it does make sense if, that, if you're talking about plugging a guy in and filling a need, the, the Kings, as we've known and seen for years, are very low on on wing players. Really, outside of Harrison Barnes, <laughs> they don't have any you know solid wing players or reliable wing players or guys that have stayed in the rotation. So, and that's what also brings to another point about maybe why there isn't for some the excitement about. Keegan Murray, even though he put up big scoring numbers in college, was a versatile player. Monty McNair was counting how many for his position and where he ranked in college basketball and the number of dunks he got. I just get the feeling that they really just drafted, you know, a younger Harrison Barnes. Someone uh, heard from one NBA person who said Keegan is Harrison Barnes, just a better shooter, which is promising for the Kings because I think you do need a. You know, you do need more shooting. You do need size for that. But all this will just hinge on, you know, not just what Keegan does in his career, but what Jaden Ivey does or doesn't do in his career. But if De'Aaron Fox can play well enough to make everyone forget about Jaden Ivey, no one will care. But say De'Aaron struggles when he comes out the gate again this season and doesn't have the season that... A lot of people would love to see from him. And then in two years, Ivy is taken off. People are going to revisit this pick and say, there we go again with the Kings. And then that graphic that was shown all over TV and, and social media today about some of the notable players taken after a Kings pick in the lottery. You know, you can just add <laughs> Ivy to that list. But, you know, I'm not ready to, to, to do all that to Murray yet. We haven't even seen him. In, a, in on the floor yet so it's way too early to to you know to bury him in his career but we'll like I said, we'll see it's just going to be a lot and i'll also add this to this a lot of this angst from say fans and even members of the media who are feeling bad is partly because the kings you know back channels media leaks and whatnot let the entire world know they were trying to trade this pick And I just feel like it got everyone's hopes up that John Collins was coming or a Kyle Kuzma or anyone, Julius Randle. You heard all these names floated out there of potential players the Kings could look to add with that pick. And clearly they didn't get an offer they liked. And I think there was a you got an indication of what maybe they were or weren't going to get for the fourth pick when you saw Jeremy Grant, who's out of his contract situation, is such where you probably couldn't demand as much for him because of, I believe this is going to the last year of his deal. But Jeremy Grant and Christian Wood were both dealt for late first round picks, so I'm not exactly sure what you know what the kings were expecting to get for four clearly it was a lot and they were hoping some team was so in love with ivy that they would move up and make a deal just didn't happen just didn't happen but you know the kings did no they were trying to move that pick for a vet because they want to make the playoffs and Mona mcnair said there is no mandate even though i know in the Athletic our reporters reporting has said that there's a mandate to make the playoffs next season and you understand why that is just because well hell they haven't made the playoffs in 16 years but Monty says there's no mandate but the goal is the playoffs and it just puts the situation in a pretty precarious uh situation should i say going into uh, next season uh barring any major move before the season or other teams just having a ton of injuries. This Kings team is still about where it probably was at the end of last season, around 12th in the West. Not good enough to be a playing team, not good enough to be a playoff team. And then where does that leave you? Right where we're very used to in Sacramento. That probably leads to Monty getting replaced. A new GM coming in. Who will then be working with a coach that he did not hire. And that's a movie we've seen with the Kings. Over and over and over again. It's something that doesn't. It doesn't change about Sacramento. Just the kind of the uncertainty and the instability. Now the fact that. You let a, you know, essentially a lame duck GM hire a coach It's just weird way of doing business. And then with some of them, you know, not keeping, you know, you know, high, high second round pick. Essentially saying we're trying to save money and instead of add to our talent base, you know, sending some, you know, drafting a young guy, letting him develop. And build up the base of talent, which is what the Kings are willing to do is build up their base of talent. But hey, it is what it is. They believe they've got to start with Keegan Murray. I mean, based out his team is right now. I would expect Keegan's start, <laughs> and I think you'd see a starting lineup of Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, basically, you know, two Iowa guys, and and it's kind of the, uh, the Kings have. Get this two black guys from Iowa on their team, which is just kind of hilarious to me. That's just me, though. And Sabonis, Fox, and I'm guessing a guy like Terrence Davis at the other guard right now. Maybe it's DiVincenzo, Who knows? But that's what you're looking at. Uh, Murray's going to be a floor spacer along with Barnes. He should allow you the Kings to get up in transition. Murray is a guy who plays well in the open floor. Averaged over 23 a game as a sophomore after, you know, barely making a a whimper of a noise as a freshman. Really took a nice big leap as a going from a essentially a nondescript recruit to the fourth overall pick in the draft. So congratulations to Keegan. And we'll just have to wait and see what the Kings do with this, because now you're going into free agency. Uh, Sacramento still not a. Hot shot destination. You've locked in all you got. You also have a lot of money locked into guys, whether it be Fox, Sabonis, Barnes. You know you've got you've got some commitments already in place. You still need some more depth on the wing. You have to wonder if they'll they'll be able to flip or should say trade another one of their maybe some of their guards for some help on the wing. But this is a league that's. Largely dominated by wing players, and those are going to be hard to come by in the trade, especially for an exchange for a smaller guard. Unless the team just has a, a, an embarrassment of versus on the wing, and again, those guys aren't hard, aren't easy just to come up on because the three and D wing, the the wing player who can defend multiple positions, can shoot the three, can attack and shot create, is at a premium to today's NBA. So. Kings play it safe. They don't go for the the, potential superstar. They go with the solid, safe, picking Keegan Murray. And we'll see what what they do with that from there. But before we uh, move on, I've got a message for you. And get this. It's not a basketball message. It's a hockey message. Yes, my LA Kings are out. Been out. But, hey, we can still talk a little hockey. Because you know what, Hockey fans. The pursuit of, for the Stanley Cup is on in DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5, that's right, just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. So either way, you win, it seems like to me. Looking to turn a small bet to a big payday during the playoffs? With DraftKings, same-game parlays, you can do just that. Yep, you could be a last-minute better with (laughs) DraftKings. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Ain't nothing like being able to get to your money when you want to get to your money. Must agree with that. So here's what you got to do. This is your call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TBPN at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See, show notes for details. Now, let's get back to the show. Okay. Now, up is my favorite part of the show. Probably the show that you all care about the least. It is the point where we get to discuss... I said, one of my favorite things, we get to discuss hip-hop music, and in this case, the not-so-hip-hop uh, flow of the new Drake, and why well, so many hip-hop people I hated it? And part of it is that it's not really a hip-hop album, it's like a house album. I've partied back in you know, in Maryland, back east, and this type of music goes hard at a party, but if it's not what you were expecting when you turn on the music, mm. it's just not going to hit the same. And I think that's what we got here. Um, I thought the, you know, when I first heard it, I I, I I couldn't get through a whole song. I was just like, skip, skip, skip. This shit is not cool. Skip, 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 skip. Someone and what's crazy is I saw there was a feature with 21 Savage. And I love Twenty One Savage features. To I me, mean, he's one of the best around when it comes to the feature game. But I was so beaten down mentally by all the music I heard on the album before then that I was skipping through and going, Let me try Uh no Uh, Duh. I never even got to that song. But thanks to the people at work who in our Slack channels who were bashing the album course because this is from what i can gather is that i haven't seen a more hated drake album than this one but as the album was getting bashed someone said jimmy cooks is a solid song so i went back and listened to jimmy cooks that's the song with 21 savage and guess what it is a solid song i'm like you know what I i have to apologize because it's not like that made the album good top to bottom i am not going to even say i'm not even gonna lie and say that i think the album is great i honestly think it's uh yeah yeah honestly never mind sounds like drake went to the studio like honestly never mind let's just do some different shit why not let's just experiment and that's what they did and but there are people who are trying to convince me to give it a try you know it's dance music it's different which i agree it is different so you know so just go ahead and if you're into dance music go ahead and give it a try i won't be doing that i'll still listen to kendrick lamar on repeat on repeat on repeat that's what i'll be doing so you all have fun with drake y'all let me know if there's another song i should listen to give it a try i'm just very meh on it so that's all I got. Quick little episode for you. Talk about the draft. You know, talk about who, how the Kings, in essence, fueled their own disappointment by leaking they were going to trade the pick, only to not trade it, and then when they kept it, to not take potentially the most explosive athlete in the draft in Jade and Jade Ivey. Oh well, life in the Kings. The Kings fan, it must be tough for you all. I'm chilling, but. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network and DraftKings and everyone who helps make this Little here Podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Instagram at Mister LBC, and that LBC stands for Long Beach, California as I'm sure a couple of you already know. So again, this is Jason Jones of The Athletic. This is the Rule of the Court Podcast and I am out. Y'all be safe and have a good one out there. See you when I see you. Peace.